Before starting the Sikha, I think it's important to give just a short introduction, explaining a concept that we often find in Chassidus, that the Torah might be describing a certain event that happened, of course, physically down here in this world, may even involve a certain Russia, one of the wicked people, and yet Chassidus will explain what all of these things mean in the spiritual realm as well. In other words, a certain Russia may, may have been doing something for a particular reason, but the Torah is telling it to us that there's something deeper and something more spiritual going on as well. In this Sikha, for example, we're going to be finding that we have someone called Lavan, who as we know is a big Russia, and he does things with bad intentions, and yet all of these things also have spiritual and greater meanings within the realm of godliness. And now to the Sikha itself. It is known the Pisgam, the saying of Rabbi Seinu Nisieinu of our Rabbeim, that immediately after Simchas Torah and Shabbos Bereshis, starts the Seder HaAvoidah of what's called V'yakov Holach Ladarkoi, literally meaning, and Yaakov went on his way. These are words from this week's Parsha. That means to say that a Yid is now going on his path, on his Seder of Avoida of the rest of the year, the whole year after Tishrei. And discussed a number of times, the Rebbe says, that what this means is that throughout Chodesh Tishrei, Yidin were busy mainly with matters of Kedusha, the Yomim Toivim, the mitzvahs in them, the preparations for them. And after the month of Tishrei, we're now going into the regular weekday things, mundane types of things. Most of the days are weekdays, when most of the Yidin are involved with things like earning a livelihood, business, work, etc. And Going from the Avoida of, from, of Chodesh Tishrei to the Avoida of the whole year is hinted in these words, V'yakov halach ledarkoi. The emphasis over here is ledarkoi is going on his way. This word ledarkoi contains two opposite ideas really. On the one hand, the indication is, what it means is, that the path that the Yid is going now after Chodesh Tishrei into the mundane things is not like the way things were during Chodesh Tishrei. We're saying he's going darko, he's going to his own, the person's way. In other words, this is already more of a regular weekday type of activity. Most of the day he's going to be busy with things like parnosa, eating, drinking, sleeping, and so on. And in this derech, in this way that he's going, it's not so obvious the holiness of it. And... On this path, there seems to be no major difference either between the way a Yid is doing these things and someone that is not a Jew. On the other hand, the very same word Ladarkoi is also emphasizing that this way that the Yid is going and traveling throughout the year is called Darkoi. What does it mean, Darkoi? This word Darkoi is originally said about Yaakov. That means it's Yaakov's special way that he had paved for the Yidin. In other words, that even what we called before Darkoi, the way of the Yid, which is that he's acting in the regular mundane way and, and things that he's doing, the weekday types of things that he's doing, the way he conducts himself with his actions and in his food and in his drink and in his business and so on. Even these mundane things is different to the way it is by Lahavdil, by a non-Jew. In other words, even these things are being done in a Yiddish way. In a way of l'shem shamayim, doing it for the sake of Hashem, and that everything we do 
it is in a way that we're doing it to get to know Hashem. Says the Rebbe, now we can also understand the special connection of these words, to the time of Chodesh Tishrei. And we announce, as the minig in many places, because the Nesinas Koyach, to give us, to enable us, to empower us, to be able to achieve that even in dark, even in our weekday and mundane things, it should be noticeable and felt that it's darkoi, the real special way of a yid. This is coming from the kedusha, the Torah and mitzvahs that the yid had filled filled up on throughout Chodesh Tishrei, which is a Chodesh Klali, a general month. Says the Rebbe, as we know, the words of Rabbi Seinu Nisienu of our Rabbeim are very, very precise, very accurate. And therefore we have to say that the fact that going from Chodesh Tishri into the Seder Avoida, the way throughout the whole year being described with these words, is not only because this Avoida is hinted in these words, but that also this particular Avoida is also connected to the context of where V'yakov Holoch Ladarkoi says originally, where the words appear in our holy Torah, in Torah Seinu, Torah which is a Hira for life, in our parsha, in connection to V'yakov Holoch Ladarkoi. So it's not only the words, but also we want to see what V'yakov Holoch Ladarkoi says about. So here's the question. The Pasuk V'yakov Holoch Ladarkoi is speaking about Yaakov leaving, going from Chutzlaretz, going from Choron, a place that's known as Choron from the word Charoin, Hashem's anger in the world, a negative place, going towards Eretz Yisroel, Eretz HaKodesh, the Holy Land. Says the Rebbe, so it then seems to come out that Yaakov going with Darkoi, the way it's described in the Pasuk, is actually an exact opposite direction of where a Yid is going from the matters of Kedusha of Chodesh Tishrei to the mundane, the avoid of the whole year, seems to be exactly the opposite of where Yaakov is going from Chutz Laaretz to the holy place, the Eretz HaKodesh. Says the Rebbe, the explanation is, this Pasuk of Yaakov Halachodarkoi is coming at the end of the story of how Yaakov was running away from Lavan. Lavan chases Yaakov. Then we have all of the discussions and arguments between Yaakov and Lavan. And finally it says, Vayash came Lavan, Baboiker, Lavan gets up in the morning, Vayanashek, he kisses his sons and his daughters, Vayivarechas, and he blesses them. Then the Pasuk says, that Vayelech, Vayoshev, Lavan, Lemkoyma, Lavan goes back to his place, Vayakoiv, Holach, Ladarkoi. Says the Rebbe, what this means is that Vayakoiv, Holach, Ladarkoi, what is, what's happening right now at this point? It's not coming in continuation to the Yaakov's avoid in the house of Lavan. But rather it's coming after Yaakov leaves Lavan, leaves Charon, and Lavan had chased him. Says the Rebbe, now we're going to start seeing the connection between the Yaakov Holoch Ladarkoi in the Parsha to the announcement of Yaakov Holoch Ladarkoi at the end of Chodesh Tishrei. Because, on the deeper level of what's really going on with Lavan chasing and pursuing Yaakov, this is really giving Yaakov the ability, the Nesinas Koyach, empowering him to be able to overcome the next challenges that are coming up with Esav, as discussed in the next part, in the continuation of the parsha about all of the different experiences, events, the challenges that Yaakov has now when he encounters Esav. 
which is basically the idea that Yaakov has to go and be mevadar, he has to elevate the sparks with an ace of etc. And therefore, says the Rebbe, this idea is similar to the Nesinas Koyach, to the ability that Chodesh Tishrei is going to give us for the Birurim that we have the whole year. How does this work? Says the Rebbe, we're first going to understand this by explaining, bringing something from the Mezritcher Magid. And when the Mezritcher Magid says that on the deeper level, what is really happening over here while Lovon is chasing Yaakov is because Yaakov had left behind by Lavan, he had left behind, it's referred to over here as Oisius HaToyrah, certain words in the Torah. As we'll soon see, it refers to holy sparks, which are going to be expressed in the words of the Torah, which he didn't take from Lavan yet. And this is why Lavan is chasing Yaakov to give him these letters, these sparks that were left by him. And from all of that together, we now have this next section in the Torah that's, that describes this whole story that's made up of those words, of those letters. Says the Rebbe, so it's not understood. The Oisi is HaToyre that Yaakov had left by Lavan are holy sparks that were by Lavan. So here's the question. We know the whole reason why Yaakov was by Lavan for 20 years was to elevate the holy sparks that were there. So why is it that these specific sparks were left over and he didn't elevate them? And the only way they can be elevated is by Lavan chasing Yaakov now. That itself forces us to say, says the Rebbe, that within the holy sparks itself that were by Lavan, there's actually two categories, two groups. There is the sparks that Yaakov is able to elevate through his avoida, through his active avoida. He's able to go ahead and elevate them. And then there are sparks that couldn't have come from Yaakov's avoida itself. It had to happen from Lavan chasing after Yaakov. To explain, says the Rebbe, this is similar that we find also in regards to mitzvahs, we find also two groups and two categories of mitzvahs. There is what we would call the regular or general of most mitzvahs. The examples given over here is like sukkah and lulav and the like, and the footnotes the Rebbe actually goes to explain why these examples specifically are given. But most of the mitzvahs are fulfilled and dependent on the person's das, the person's conscious decision to do the mitzvah, his desire to do the mitzvah. In other words, the person is doing the mitzvah, he wants to do the mitzvah, and he has having in mind to do the mitzvah. But then you have mitzvahs that are not actually dependent on the person's conscious decision to do the mitzvah. On the contrary, the only way to do the mitzvah is when he's not consciously interested or thinking about doing the mitzvah. And the example that Rebbe gives over here is the mitzvah of shikha, when it only applies when you forgot the bundle of wheat in the field, that's the only way you can now go ahead and do that mitzvah of then giving it to the poor, etc. And other, and other mitzvahs like that. The Rebbe gives another example. The Rebbe says the Gemara speaks, it's not exactly about mitzvahs, but a similar idea. The Gemara speaks about things like kavod, honor, gedula, and greatness specifically come when you're not looking for them, when you're not, when you're not trying to get them. What is the reason why we have these two types of mitzvahs? Says the Rebbe, because they're coming from two different places. Those mitzvahs that are connected with a person's conscious decision, knowledge, wanting to do the mitzvahs, are rooted within the level what's known as keser, rooted in the part called arich anpin, which is the level what's called as rotzen alien, as Hashem's supernal will. And therefore, because it's coming from a level of rotzen, of what Hashem wants us to do, therefore also by the person it's connected, Two, the das, the rotz, and the person consciously decision 
the person consciously deciding to do it, and having in mind to do it, and through that he's drawing down from Hashem Zerotzin. But then there are those mitzvahs that specifically come, das, not with our conscious knowledge, and not with our decision to do it, like shikha, like the, the forgetting that bundle I said before. They are rooted in what's called the level called tachtoyna shebemaatzil. Tachtoyna shebemaatzil literally means the lowest level of the matzil, of the one who makes atzilus. In other words, in, the Rebbe doesn't use these words over here, but in other places in Chassidus will say this is the level, the higher part of keser called atik. This is higher than the level of Rotzain. And therefore, because up above it's higher than the level of Rotzain, therefore also down here it's not connected to the person's da'as and Rotzain, to the person's decision and, and, and intent and so on. As explained in Lukuti Torah. Says the Rebbe, similarly, now we can also understand regarding the two types of sparks that were by Lavan. There are the sparks that Yaakov is ele- elevating while he's by Lavan. This is from the category that could be elevated through Yaakov consciously deciding and trying and working on it in an active way. But then there are those types of sparks by Lavan that are such great and high sparks that Yaakov himself actually cannot elevate it through his own avoid, through his own rotsin and das, through his own decision. And these sparks remain by Lavan. And in order to elevate them, that has to come from a koyach that's beyond Yaakov's avoidah. It's what we call in Isarusa de la Eila, an inspiration or arousal coming from above that's completely beyond the person's avoidah down here. The Rebbe says this level from which this tremendous koyach is coming from in a way of Isarusa de la Eila is hinted in the name Lovon. As we mentioned before, Lovon is also going to represent now a very high dargah of Kedusha. Razal tells us, the Medrash says, on the Pasuk, where Yaakov actually turns to the people in Choron and he says, Hayidatem es Lovon, do you know Lovon? So the Medrash already tells us this idea that Lovon represents a high darga. What he's saying is, Hayidatem, do you know? The one who's called Lovon, meaning, Lovon from the word white, the one who's Asid lelabein avoneiseichem kashalik, the one who whitens your sins as snow. In other words, it represents on a very high darga of godliness on Hashem. And the explanation for this is explained in Torah Oir, that the idea in Kedusha, again, this refers to the source of where Lovan really comes from. What is the idea of Lovan? Lovan means white. This is called Loiven or Elyon, the supernal whiteness. This is referring to the Oir of the very, very essence of Hashem Himself. Why is it represented by white? Because just like the color white down here is very different to all other colors. While other colors are made up of a specific type of coloring, dye, or paint that's creating this color, as opposed to white, which represents how the thing is on it in its very, very essence, not being colored by something, not being mixed with something else. And in a similar way, when we speak about the oire inside, the very essence of Hashem's oir, this is the level which we say there's like it's no color at all. In other words, it's completely pure, not mixed with anything else. This, says the Rebbe, is also the connection to that expression that we brought from the Razal, that love and represents the idea of asid l'labin avini seichem kashalik is going to make your sins as white as snow. Because what is this idea of whitening the sin? Of forgiving for the sins, atoning for the sins? This comes from the level of drawing down from the very essence of Hashem, which is completely, completely higher than Ishtalshalus, that level that we called Leuven or Elyon, that pure, um, supernal whiteness, 
That's what could cause that there should be the forgiveness of sin. Now this is the shayrish, this is the root. Obviously after many, 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 many levels of, a, of someone down here that can be called with this level of lovon. And this is, says the Rebbe, this is what the Razal also tell us, the Rebbe connects it to a Maim Razal, the Gemara says, regarding certain things we say, that tshuva toila, the yoyim the certain things that when a person does tshuva, that's only half the story. It's still making it hang in the balance, not complete atonement yet. It's yoyim kippur that's going to achieve the kapora. In other words, tshuva itself was not enough yet, is the essence of the day of yoyim kippur that's going to bring the atonement. What does that mean? Why is that? Because this level of loy that we're trying to bring down, to bring the kapara for the avoynos, that's where forgiveness comes from. This level that's higher than hishtashlus, completely higher than hishtashlus, and that's why forgiveness is going to come from there. This is a level that the person himself cannot really draw down through his avoyda, through his isarusa by itself. Not even through avoyda satshuva. Yes, the person has to do his part, but it's mainly going to be coming from above, in what's called an isarusa la'ela, an inspiration, an arousal that's coming from above, on Yom Kippur itself, the very essence of the day of Yom Kippur. Says the Rebbe, based on this idea, that this level of loivena elyoin, which eventually, yes, comes down also expressing itself through a physical loven, but that this level of loivena elyoin cannot be coming down really through the person's avoida in his isarusa lesato, rather it's mainly isarusa la'ela, it's only coming from above. Now we can understand, when we look at these two groups of sparks that Yaakov is elevating, that the elevation of the lower sparks that Yaakov was able to achieve throughout those 20 years in the house of Lavan, since how were they elevated was through his avoid, through his isarusad lesato. So that didn't bring about yet this tremendous gilui of what we call the loivin of Kedusha, which comes then also into the Gashmi is the Kalavan. In other words, these are things that Yaakov could achieve on his own. It's specifically when Lavan down here, he's chasing Yaakov, but this is happening as a result of his Shoirish up above, the Loivin or Elyon, this higher level of Elikus that's coming down, in a way of Isarus and Leila chasing Yaakov to give him these high sparks, or the words we said before from Mizritcha Magad, those letters of the Torah, which had remained by him. Now is the time when by Yaakov himself is now being revealed this powerful level of Loivin Elyon, which was also hidden in the physical Loivin down here below. Says the Rebbe, based on all of this, we can now understand the continuation of the Pasuk. The Pasuk says, Vayashkim Lovan Baboik, in other words, after he chases him and all of that happens. Vayanashik Lovan of Vilavnoisov, so he wakes up in the morning, he kisses his sons and his daughters. This is the introduction before Vayakim Halachadarkoi. So what does this mean? After Vayirdiv, after Lovan pursues and chases Yaakov, which again, Lovan means this very, very high level of godliness, Lovan Elyon. Now is revealed this Lovan Elyon, this supernal whiteness in a way, what does it say? Vayenashe, he kisses his sons and daughters. This represents that kissing and his dabka one spirit becoming one with the other between this very high level and each one of Banovubnoisov of the Bnei Yisrael. In other words, the greatest dveikus with Elikus is happening now between this highest level of godliness and each and every yid. Says Rebbe, this is also the connection now with the next part, that after Vayash came, he gets up and he kisses his sons and daughters, etc. What, what's happening now? Because when Yaakov is going to Eretz Yisroel, where he's going to be encountering and dealing with Esav, and he's going to have to wrestle and struggle with 
the Malach of Esav, which is all about the Avoid of Birurim, it's all about elevating these sparks. So the ability for that Avoidah is all coming from Vayashkin, Lavan Baboyka, from this great level of godliness being revealed, giving Yaakov the ability to go on with his Avoidah. Says the Rebbe, now we can understand the connection between Vyakov Holochadarka in our parsha to the avoid of each and every year as he's going from Tishrei to the avoid of the rest of the year. In the beginning of the Sikha, we said we don't understand they seem to be opposites, but now we see that it's actually going both in the same direction. That is, after the days of Isoirus of Chuva, Isoirus and Avoid of Chuva, of every single year throughout the month of Elul, and then in the days of Slichos, and more specifically in the Aseris, he made Chuva. And then he was Mo'irin and Mamshech Lamailu, whatever he was able to achieve so far with the Avoid of his Sarus and Lasat, as much as he's able to achieve through his Avoida. Now it's being Nimshech Mulamailu, what's coming down from above is also the same level. It's called level, called Loivan Elyon, the supernal whiteness. In a way of his Sarus and Leila, like the Lovon, like Vayashkim Lovon Baboiker. And when does this happen? This is mainly on the time of Yom Kippur. Yom Kippur is when we're drawing down this, this level of this essence, uh, the level of the essence of the Oyrein Soif, which is going to forgive all the Avedis, as we said before. Says the Rebbe, this is also why we find, specifically on Yom Kippur, that the Kayan Gadol wears what kind of clothes? Big day love on. The white clothes. Again, the same level, because it represents this gili of Oyrein Soif Mamish, which you call Poshen Matachas Avshitas, that's completely the most pure, without any sort of things being mixed with it, etc. And as actually explained in Lukutri Torah, on the passing by Yoim Azei Yechaper Aleichem Lufnei Hashem, that what's being aroused on this day is the very Pnimius of Hashem's Ratzoyim. And it's called, here's again a similar expression, it's called the level that the passing says, Ke'erez Balavonoin. And what's Lavonoin? It's again from the same word, like Lavon. Because he's Malbin, he whitens the sins of Bnei Yisroel. And then what happens next? Vayenashek Levonov Levnoisov. Here the Rebbe translates slightly different to the way we said before. That this gilu is going to be drawn down into all the different spiritual levels and even coming down to be mahapach to transform the ra, the negativity of the nefesh Bahamas, which over here is being called bonavu b'noisav, possibly because lovin in the, sim- the children of lovin in the simple sense maybe is related to love as lovin is in a negative way but bonavu b'noisav refers to all of this including also even down to the most negative things that the is that even the most intentional avarice are being transformed into into merits says that but this is why right after Yom Kippur after we have this tremendous hamshacha of the loivan elyon starts the avoid now of Yaakov Holoch Ladarki as explained in the Mamarim of Chassidus but in truth, says the Rebbe, the main Vyakov Olochadarki starts after the month of Tishrei. That means after we have this level of Loivana Elyon that came down even more, in a more pneumistic way, throughout Sukkot and Shmini Yatzeris and Simchas Torah. And that's why the main Amshach and the Nesinas Koyach for all of this avoid of Yaakov Olochadarki, we now have after all of that time, we have the Koyach for the avoid in all of our mundane things to be mevara, to elevate the sparks, and to bring them, to refine them, to elevate them to Kedusha, through the Avoidah, of Achol Ma'asechi, L'Shem Shemayim, and Bechol, Drochecho Do'eil.